but I'll look gay as possible across my legs. That's do what you do what you feel. Yeah, I'll just sit cross legs. That's where I sit everywhere. All right, beautiful. All right, welcome. Wow, true knowledge. Hey, Jason, how you doing, good. buddy? How are you, Andrew? I'm doing good. It's weird calling you Andrew. Why? Your name is Steiner. I like being called Steiner better, honestly. If I could, if I could have everyone call me Steiner, but it'd be weird to just sign up for for shows and Mike just Steiner. Change your name to Steiner Steiner. Like like I did when I got kicked off of Facebook. <laughs> is that what happened? Yeah, that's what my my name was on oh, Facebook shit. for a while. See this? What the fuck is this? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Why is there an X on it? Like don't. Don't, don't touch this. I literally <laughs> had no reason for this to be here. I just wanted it's to very awkwardly hold it to. It's oh. very Steiner of him. Um, okay, so we have a topic today. I feel like this is crooked as shit. There you go. Yeah. Uh, um, I want to talk to you about meth. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like my favorite subject. <laughs> it's really, it used to be. Yeah. But that's all we talk about in NA meetings and, and rehab and outpatient and therapy. Yeah. And the general consensus is don't do meth, kids. Yeah, I think people, most people know that. <laughs> well, <laughs> I want. Well, I want to. I want to. I want to go from the beginning. Like, why? When did you first encounter meth? When did you first see meth? The first time I saw meth, I was in college. I went to school in Philly, University of the Arts. So I was getting my screenwriting degree on. So I'm like, in a very gay city. Fresh out of high school. I don't think most people would describe Philly as a very gay city. Oh, how wrong they'd be to not. <laughs> it is super buttfuckery there. You hear that, Philly people? You're fucking gay. You're gay. <laughs> they had a place that I lived in. It was a section of the city in Center City, right in downtown, called the Gaberhood. I lived there for like three, three and a half, four years. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's just dudes everywhere. Yeah. Like all the bars and the clubs were there. There was a place called Woody's which was like modeled on Queer as Folk, but that was in Pittsburgh. But like, yeah, it's like supposed to be famous. It was famous, yeah, it was not really that famous. So where where were you when you first saw? It was Philly, I would have done it with men. Oh, no, but I'm saying like, do you remember the specific day or specific I time? I don't, I don't, because there was a lot of weed being smoked in college. And so. people would sprinkle meth on there? N I wish. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody was just giving it away. For I went to art school, so like, it was just like, Coke and weed. So like, yeah. if I wanted, this is pre grinder days. So like, yeah. this is like manhunt.net days. Pre weed days. grinder. Well, all types of grinders. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah. So like, I found, the first time I saw it, like, I remember being like, "What is this?" Mm -hmm. And I remember being told that you can sniff it, and I'm like, "Oh my god! I just burned like five holes in my nose. It shit burns." So literally, someone was like, "You can sniff it," and you're like, "I will." I shall. <laughs> I mean, you know what? Like, I'd done like just a lot of weed in high school, and obviously in the beginning of college, and then like you know, it isn't. A, people say it's a gateway drug. I say it's not unless you make it so. Right. Some people just don't ever move on, and some people just stop smoking altogether. But like for me, I was just like, I want something harder and more intense, mm -hmm. and. It's for fucking. It's literally for fucking. Dudes are doing it to fuck. Why? Why do you think it is that it caught on in the gay community as a sex? Like cocaine is kind of a, a straight sex drug. It's probably also a gay it's, sex it's drug. It's everybody's sex but, drug. But, uh, Same thing with like ecstasy or Molly yeah. or even like acid. I guess I've never had sex on acid. I feel yeah, like that would be a very scary experience. Yeah, depending on who I was with. Anybody yeah. would be scary. You'd be like, <laughs> what is this? Why does everything feel like Jello? Yeah. <laughs> if I was in love with someone or like falling in love with someone I think I can do it but. well that's different yeah. yeah there's no falling in love in this yeah. but um, why it's caught on the gay community it's 
It'll make you do anything. It really will make you do anything. It lowers your inhibitions. It makes you feel sexier. And it makes you forget, like, things like, oh, I'm self-conscious about my gut a little bit. Mm. or And there's also, like, sociological, psychological reasons that we could spend five hours talking well, about. So give a fear. Give a- I would imagine, like, the whole idea of connectivity. Because uh-huh. when you're doing it with somebody and it's a sexual experience, like, you're very, like, if you're both into the same thing, I, it would really bind you up, like, together in that, like, bind, bound, what is that word I'm looking for? Bonding experience. Mm-hmm. Um, it, just, it also, like, makes everything, what do I call it? It makes everything burn so much brighter. Okay. In, and, a, in a similar way to mushrooms or like a more speedy way? More speedy way. Like, I mean, obviously it's meth. I, 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 I've <laughs> never done meth, never done cocaine, never. Oh, good for you. I mean, I've done Ritalin. That's like, okay, so that has like things like that. There's certain, like those ADD meds, they have amphetamine salts. Yeah. And that's like the basis for methamphetamine. Yeah. But like those are like in a controlled substance manner, like where like if you have ADD, it's supposed to like level you out. Yeah. It's like the same thing will like knock you down. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I don't have ADD. <laughs> Does meth work the same way? Yeah, I mean, it just, no, do no. Do people with ADD do meth and be like, <laughs> I feel normal? <laughs> well, no, you have to remember, it's not just meth, it's crystal meth. It's like, yeah. it's like it's got other fucking shit in it, yeah. like pseudoephedrine, and if anyone's seen Breaking Bad, it's yeah. got a lot, tinfoil. Yeah, like, you don't even know, it. sometimes you don't even know what it's, you're getting in it. Like, yeah. you're just getting a lot of, it's cooked up in bathtubs, basements, garages, trunks of cars, like, RVs in the desert. A la Walter White, but like, you know, like it's a very hardcore substance. So w- when you, do you remember your first time smoking it? Oh yeah, I remember that. Uh, it was it was crazy. I mean, I remember being in college, being like, "Yo, thank God I don't have a connection to this. Otherwise, it's gonna be a problem." <laughs> but then, like you, I, the first hit like wires your brain in like that. So paint the picture for me. Who were you with? Where were you? Probably some dudes fucking. You don't remember the dude? No, dude, do you know how many dudes there's been? Yeah, but I mean, it's the first time doing smoking a new substance. I'm 35. I'm like, this is like 15, four, 16, 14 years so ago. So what? I remember the first time I smoked weed. Yeah, my brain is broken, dude. <laughs> you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't locate it. You can't I mean, think I, of a person. I can think of like a several people that it could be, but I remember like specific, I don't remember the first time. I remember specific individuals or couples yeah. that, because I got down like that, like that I had done it with. Were you, do you think you were sober when you first smoked meth, or were you probably already fucked up on other shit? I was probably already fucked up on a drink yeah. or out a weed, but like, yeah, I mean, you don't, yeah, the thing is, you don't usually mix it with things. Mm-hmm. Usually I would smoke weed to come down. But like, I remember being like, there'd be long periods of time, like I moved home from college in 06, and like, I didn't see it for like a year, and then I hung out with this couple and did it, like on a binge of a night, and then like, came down and then didn't see it for a few years again. Yeah. I remember it being like that. And I remember like looking back being like, wow, I was on like a two, two and a half year binge. And I'm like, what, where were the days where like, I didn't even know anybody. It used to be you didn't know anywhere to get it unless you were in the city. Mm-hmm. And I was never in the city. So I remember just being like, if it was randomly presented, then yeah, go to town. Yeah. But then it was just like presented all the time. And it was bad. <laughs> so if you were to describe like, how is it different from let's say cocaine? I say that meth is cocaine on crack. <laughs> okay, that doesn't really help you. Really? That doesn't... I Unless mean, you've done crack. Or cocaine. Or, Sorry, kids. I haven't to, done let's crack. Let's do it metaphorically. Let's think of a metaphor for cocaine. Oh, God. You're putting me on the spot to be all literary. Yeah, literary. yeah be literary. Oh, God. Okay, so... Okay, let's say, like, you have, you love, like, your sugary cereal in the morning. Uh-huh. Uh, frosted flakes uh-huh. or like Nut Cheerios or let's say Lucky Charms everybody loves okay. that shit everyone loves that shit 
Let's say then you like, you know, people put sugar on their sugary cereal. Yeah. Let's say then you did that, but uh-huh. you just dumped the whole bag of sugar on top of it. Okay. And then drank like a pot of coffee. Okay. Give me a metaphor for how you felt. Oh, like invincible. Like you feel like fucking sexual Superman. Okay. Or just Superman. You feel like you can do anything. You will do anything. Like uh-huh. you have no reservations. Uh, basically... If you were Howard Stern on the radio, yeah. he has a little filter because he's still on the radio. Yeah. Or he's on satellite now. I don't know how that works. But, yo, it would be Howard Stern with no filter. Like, so just fearless, con- super confident. Super confident in anything you say or do. You could put on, like, that's why, like, there's there's a comic, Jessa Reed. She talks about uh, what her meth uniform was. And it's just, like, craziness. Mm-hmm. I didn't go that route because, like, I was, like, well, I always got to look put together so no one would know I'm on meth. Yeah. But like my my style choices got a lot bolder post Matthews. Like yeah. you go you go you go balls to the wall, man. And like my comedy got weird. I was doing comedy that was fucking bizarre on mm-hmm. stage. Like it was not even what did somebody call it? Jason Scott's diary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was like that for a while. Like you like and I didn't give a fuck. Like I didn't really give a shit. I was like I'm just gonna do this. Yeah. I'm gonna put it out there because you don't really think you don't have time to think. You're so fucking sped up mm-hmm. or spun as they call it, and. At some point, I wasn't even getting high. It was just being that constant mind state of like, yo, I'm not wrong. Right. This is correct. The way right. that I feel, the way that I want to show everybody what I'm feeling is definitely the way that everyone should be seeing it. It's very weird. It's hard to describe. It's interesting. Yeah. Uh, so when did you realize like, okay, this is not good? <laughs> <laughs> well, there were a lot of those moments, but I remember when I found my study connect for it, I was like, two or three bags in. And I remember, like, I just picked up my second... What's a bag? Like, like how, a bag of meth. Like, how much is in a bag? Oh, you want you want drug math? Yeah. Uh, all right. So, like, there are different units of measurement. So, like, there are, like, you know, your half grams, that's, like, 50. Oh, no, you're... Depends on where you're. Outside of New York City, it's very expensive. In New York, California, a gram's, like, 40. Here, it's, like, $200. Mm. It's crazy. So, that's, like, a gram. Like, literally, it's not a lot. It's yeah. very little, but you don't need a lot. Okay. Um... Then there's these things called teenagers, which is basically almost like an eighth, essentially. I know, you'd be like, that sounds really weird. Yeah. But you'd be like, yo, let me buy that teenager. And oh. you're like, yeah, I don't think that sounds like something I should be talking about. Yeah, that's creepy as shit. Um, but, like, it's very expensive. But, like, you get, like, shards and rocks. And, like, they look like gems almost, like, almost like geodes. Mm. But you want it to be clear. And you want it... I'm, like, telling you how to do math now. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Don't worry. <laughs> so I don't expect you to. Yeah. Your, your stream of consciousness art style would get much weirder. Yeah. It's already weird enough. But, like, yeah, so it, it's not a lot. You'd be spending, like... Like, weed, you get, like, bundles and, like, like these bushels of, like, green stuff. And, like, it's kind of comparable to the way that you burn through it. But, like I said, meth, you don't need a lot of. Yeah. It's very little. That uh, gets you going. So, what was I going to say? So, yeah, when did you realize, like, okay, I need it? Oh, so I started buying it. I found this guy who hooked me up with his dealer, and, like, he became my dealer. And I remember being, like, two or three, like, bags into it. And being like, yo, this needs to stop. Yeah, like, yeah. I was like, that's it. This is the last time for a very long while. Because I never had bought it before. Now I'm just, like, spending money. Like, yeah. like not a lot yet. But I just was not able to stop because I was loving the way it made me feel. I had started losing weight by eating naturally clean. So I dropped, like, down to 140, 145. And I'm like, maybe I'll just keep going until I lose that last, like, 10. And then I did. And then I didn't stop. Mm. I didn't stop. Because, like, I felt confident. Like, I felt, like, actually, com- like, like free in my own body. Like, men were responding to me. I was meeting all types of men that I would never have normally been able to attract to me. So that really fucked my head up. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. 
That's, that's but I knew in the beginning probably it, part of why it's popular in the gay community. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, damn. And yeah. then, okay, so you like... You disturbed. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, you know, I feel like it could happen. Like, any any really addictive drug is can happen to anyone, especially if you have an addictive personality. And, and I, I do. Oh, my God, before yeah, the drugs, it was TV and video games, books, clothing, music. Mm-hmm. Like, I had to have every album of every artist I ever loved. And what's funny is you say about it, that happened to anybody. Like, I didn't start my heavy addiction until, like, th- in my early 30s. Yeah. And... It's just funny because I've always said to people, like, you could be as college-educated or not as possible. You could be as hardworking or not as possible. You could have literally... This could happen to anyone at any time, anywhere, for any reason. Or no reason at all. That's what drugs do, man. It ruins lives because it feels that good. Yeah. I'm just glad I never sucked dick for it. Yeah. <laughs> I came this close. <laughs> uh, so what was rehab like? And when did you decide to go to rehab? How did you decide? Well, okay, so I got arrested last year. Okay. I was, I, I, there was a whole thing with like Radiohead involved. I know that sounds really <laughs> weird. They weren't involved. No. So, <laughs> I went to see Radiohead in Philly like last year for two nights. And what was prompting me before that to go in, I went to Nyack inpatient for four hours. I lasted four hours because they wanted to restrict my medications, which like I bugged out, they bugged out, and everyone said go home, and I did. Mm. Which really, I just wanted to go home so I can keep using. Right. That's what happens. This is what happens, kids. Just keep trying again. Um, so I lasted there a little bit. I did outpatient before that. Um, it wasn't working. I just kept using. I kept going in high to outpatient. I never. I stayed more than like a month or two. Uh, so I got arrested in August because I wandered onto the golf course behind my house thinking that my ex was involved in, like, some romantic scavenger come find me game. And he, yeah, no. And and, and in the time, all the clues that I had been seeing in my house that I was manifesting myself. Yeah. Like, I wasn't hallucinating, but I was definitely delusional. Right, right. And just because I wasn't sleeping, I was, like, out of my mind. There's just been a lot of shit that I had to deal with that, like, your brain gets fucked up from this drug. I remember being on the golf course being like, where is my ex? We're going to leave his name out of it. And um, there's some exes, if they ever watch this, would be like, it's me. I'm like, it's not. <laughs> um, and I, would, I remember like being driven across. I got a, I got a water bottle from the concession girl. There's a huge tournament going on. Basically, I was directed to the road from the manager. I wandered into, apparently, his house. Mm. Don't leave your doors unlocked. It's like 2019. There are crazy people on meth running around. Because I'm not. I needed help. I was, like, trying to get water. It was a whole mess. And I got home, and then, like, the police were called. They arrested me, you know, like... And that's when I went into jail for six days. This was in jail for six days. Mm. And I go to the judge, and he released me on my own recognizance. But my mom stood up in court, thankfully, and was like, yo, this kid has a problem with drugs. So he mandated me into any outpatient or inpatient clinic. And I ended up at outpatient uh, for a few months. I kept using, but then I was abstinent for like 39, 40 days until Thanksgiving weekend hit. Don't ever go away in early recovery because you forget you're an addict. Right. And I remember being in my aunt's house. I think I had found, oh no, I had stashed some. We all have our own little stashes. And I did it over Thanksgiving weekend in the Hamptons and came home, tested positive. They clinically recommended me for inpatient. And so I went to Middletown at a place I'm going to keep nameless. And it was terrible. Yeah. It was literally terrible. I was there for 28 days, couldn't wait to get out, got out and used immediately. Damn. So I lasted six days out. Uh, I went back in for two months, came home, and 
We've been doing better. We've had a couple relapses. Yeah. Okay, maybe like five or ten. Did you say someone injected you with something? Oh, yeah, meth. I have scars. It looks like I used to be on dope. I have scars here Wait, and who here. who injected you with meth? The guy that gave me HIV. Oh. Yeah. Fine. We'll, we'll save the HIV yeah, for we'll another episode. We'll, we'll do a second we'll episode. Do a, we'll do a part two. This is all linked. But it's all linked together. Like, like the thing about weed is, like, it never ruined my life. Like, mm. it just made me lazy. Like, I wasn't keeping jobs because I was lazy. It was high on weed. I never stole. I never did anything for that. Mm. But, like, meth ruined my life. I got HIV because of it. Because I was being reckless and irresponsible. And I got... Like, I, I like crashed my car falling asleep behind the wheel because I was up for three days. Your brain is like, sleep now. You know? And it's just like... I got homeless. I had a restraining order against me from my mom's house. Yeah, like, fired from jobs. I, I didn't have a job at this Didn't point. You, weren't you working for some wedding dress I was, company? I went back shit? to work for them. Actually, they hit me up five years after they fired me for no reason. Mm. They fired me because of Hurricane Sandy. That's stupid. And they came back to me unsolicited. I did a week there, and they were just like, yeah, it's not working out, which I knew was going to happen because this, this place had a terrible office mm. vibe to it. But I didn't lose it because of drugs. Oh, okay. I definitely was late because of drugs. Oh, well, they did <laughs> lose it because no, no, of drugs. No, they never quoted that. They, they, I mean, I, they didn't, might not have known you were on drugs, but... They probably knew I was on drugs. Anyway, <laughs> this camera's about, the battery's about to die, but... I mean, that's basically what I wanted to know. Um, yeah, injecting it, don't do it, kids. It's amazing. It's terrible. <laughs> don't. <laughs> don't do it. Jason, do you have, like, uh, shows or social media you want people... Uh, I had to take myself off social media because I kept looking at Access Facebook. Yeah. And also, like, I don't have a phone right now. Okay. Or a working iPad or a computer because I keep breaking shit. But it's better this way because then I would use it. I know me right now. I'd use it to buy drugs. Well, so. keep an eye out for Jason Scott's comedy. Uh, he does do shows around the city in the Hudson Valley. And he's the this Jason Scott, not the... Not the other one. Not the other one. Who's awesome. Yeah. Who I, like, have to kill to become him. <laughs> <laughs> No, you're, you'll be great, especially if you stay off drugs. Yeah, we've, we've been doing that. <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks for, for doing that. That was a weird conversation. <laughs> no, it was great. I think that was great. Honestly, that was one of the better ones. Really? That's yeah. fun. I like talking about it. Oh, yeah, this thing's going to die. Now, usually, I, it's like a nine-minute episode. Oh, really? Um, 